You didn't say Carol's got books. Go. I figured we would do that at the end. Okay. Carol's right. got books. Carol's got books. Carol's got books. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't say Carol's got books. <laughs> I'll say that at the end. I don't know if I can say it just like that too. <laughs> That needs to be the outtake. (laughs) No one's going to get it. It doesn't matter. Welcome to the Art of Getting Your Shit Together podcast, where each week we help you identify the bullshit that's holding you back and discover the courage to take action to create a life you love and enjoy. Okay, so what are we talking about today? We are talking about a fixed mindset versus a growth mindset and how this affects your success. It affects your daily habits. It affects the things that are new to you that you're trying to achieve. It affects how you overcome challenges. It affects everything, right? Your, your mindset. And I know mindset is always thrown out there. It's all about your mindset, change your mindset, but a growth versus fixed mindset is it's a great indicator on kind of where you're at to see which, which ones you're identifying with. And it may not be in all areas. It just could be in some scenarios. And we're going to talk about that. And this whole concept of fixed and growth mindset come from a famous psychologist by the name of Carol Dweck. She is at Stanford university. She's talked about constantly on personal development platforms. And so we wanted to bring this to light to our listeners because We talk about mindset often, of course, but there may be just a couple areas where you have fixed mindsets where you can identify those and shift into a different way of thinking that can really be powerful in where you want to go in your life. And it may not be everywhere, like I said, but in certain areas, it could definitely be beneficial. Yeah. And I think it's important that you call that out because I don't think any of us want to be completely categorized into a fixed mindset. We want to, and I think most of us probably want to be in a growth mindset. So it's important to know that there might be some areas in your life where you need to work on this more than others. Like you could be completely, you know, kicking ass at, you know, challenges. And then when it comes to criticism, you could really be stuck and you could really be stuck in a fixed mindset. So yeah. I'm glad that we're talking about this. And this really can play into the our our beliefs too, right? The mindset can play into how our beliefs could sabotage our efforts and wanting to get to where we're going, whether it's in our job, our career, a business we're starting, our, our marriages, our relationships, all of it. Huge. So what is a fixed mindset? It's the common belief that your intelligence, personality, and character is carved in stone. Think of like a padlock where it's lock and key, throw away the key, You're never going to get into it. What is in that container, the contents of that container is set. You cannot be changed. However, a growth mindset is when your beliefs of intelligence, personality, and character can be developed. Think of a plant that grows and blooms, even produces fruit. So think of the brain and how the brain can literally change. We can create new connections in the brain, how the synapse in our brains and how the connections in our brain are enhanced or destroyed can change based on our environment, how we treat our bodies, all kinds of things. So to think that our mindset is fixed or that we are the way we are and that's just the way it is, is false. 
because yes. we have the opportunity, we have the capability to take control of how we're showing up, to take control of how we're projecting ourselves and can change that story in our head fairly easily if we can catch it soon enough to create a new outcome. Yes. And this is specifically, more specifically around challenges in our life, right? So if your mindset or your beliefs are fixed, then you would let failure or success define who you are. Mm -hmm. And if your mindset is a growth mindset, that's where you see setbacks and opportunities as a way to grow and improve. So that's kind of an overall view of growth and fixed mindset when it comes to challenges. Absolutely. So let's look at certain areas in your life or situations, and we're going to compare VIX versus growth mindsets. We're going to break it down real quick. So the first one is what determines success to you personally? If you have a fixed mindset, you are to look as smart as possible and avoid failure. Success is directly correlated with intelligence. So it's that lockbox that I just have to show up and look as good as I can. And then as long as I'm successful, that makes me look like I'm smart. The growth mindset is success is not a direct correlation for your intelligence as learning and failing as part of the personal development process. So exactly what what we talk about on this podcast, we're always striving, learning, growing towards our full potential. And what Carol Dweck says is if you think what you're born with as far as like your intelligence is fixed, then you better have a lot of it because otherwise you're screwed. (laughs) It's just so limiting. Yeah, it is limiting. So if you can't get more of it or if you can't grow, then you better have a lot of it. And this can be where our ego can take over too, I think, where it's like you got to be the smartest person in the room. That's a fixed mindset. Yeah. And then what does that mean? If you feel you have to be the smartest person in the room, what what is the meaning behind that? Why is that such significance to you? Right. And those are good questions that we need to be asking ourselves is the why. And why is that important? Yep. Well, I wanna I wanna fit in. Well, why do you wanna fit in? Because I like community. Well, why why is community important to you? You know, dig deep at least five levels of these whys to figure out what is the root cause of this and what is the core meaning of your actions and right. these beliefs that you're holding on to. Mm-hmm. So some questions that you ask yourself while evaluating situations if in a fixed mindset could be, will I succeed or will I fail? Very black and white. Will I look smart or dumb? Kind of like that room scenario that we just talked about. A growth mindset is, will this allow me to grow? And will this help me overcome some of my challenges? So in other words, where's the opportunity? Yep. Even if it's not the desired outcome or quote unquote, if I fail, then what does that look like for me? And not make putting a label on it in such a negative light. So the way that it shows up in our challenges, growth versus a fixed mindset, is a fixed mindset will avoid challenges and we might get defensive and even give up. Whereas a growth mindset, you're going to embrace challenges and be persistent and even when you have a setback. So this is a big one with growth and fixed mindset because I think also too with culture and, and the way that technology has kind of given us this instant gratification thing. I think it's kind of given or lent itself toward the fixed mindset because if you don't succeed, then you're like, man, might just not be cut out to do this. It's like you would never as a little baby, we say this often, like try to walk and then say, oh, I guess I'm just not a walker. I keep falling. So if you had a fixed mindset, that's you would never have gotten up on two feet and learned how to put one foot in front of the other and kept walking. Mm -hmm. So 
when you stop and give up and you just say, oh, I just failed, then I, that's a fixed mindset. Whereas finding the opportunity to get up and keep going when you have a challenge, that's a growth mindset. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So when in putting forth effort, even to overcome challenges, someone who had a fixed mindset, their common thought would be, why bother? It's not going to change anyway. The effort isn't worth it. So it's kind of like this ho-hum you know, you see this a lot in organizations when change comes around, they're like, what's the point? You know, it's just going to go back to the same thing anyway. Well, when everyone has that mindset, yeah, probably will because there's no Mm buy-in. These people are been doing the same thing over and over again, or they've proved to themselves or they feel like someone has proved to them that change isn't worth it. It's not worth the effort. In a growth mindset, the common thought would be growth and learning require effort. And to be masterful at something, you must put in the effort. So effort is necessary. Yep. We don't get anything for nothing. Granted, we're better at some things than others, and certain people have certain talents, but that's not to say that there's no effort put into it. Yeah. And when you want to work towards something, it's not even focusing on your talents. We really should put more emphasis on the effort and the steps that we take to get there because that's where the real reward comes from. We don't always have to play on what we're not good at and enhance our, you know, shortcomings. We should really be playing on what we're good at to enhance that because that's where we're going to shine. But those air, those smaller areas, you know, that we may want to improve to enhance our talents, that's where the effort comes in and it's totally worth it. And anyone who's done anything scary or, you know, had that delayed gratification with achieving something or even graduating college or getting that dream job or creating amazing health changes, transformative change in their life or making a profound impact on anybody came with effort. Yes. So effort is necessary. It would be a great way if you're faced with someone who doesn't see that effort is possible or to say like, oh, you know, what's the... Why bother? Just going to go back to the same thing? Start asking them questions. Why do you think that? Why do you Mm -hmm. think it's going to be the same? Why should it be? You know, what's the benefit to you for this effort? Start asking better questions in your life and being curious. You're going to get better responses and you're going to get get better buy-in. And I think too, it's just that much sweeter. I know there have been things that that I've done or succeeded at that didn't take a lot of effort. Maybe it's because it comes very easily to me or just ended up being easier than I expected. And that success doesn't feel as profound and as like those juicy feel good feelings as when it was hard and I had to put in a lot of effort Mm -hmm. and I really had to make some profound changes in my life to move myself forward. I mean, that is the best feeling. So much sweeter. It, It really is. So another area where we would experience a growth or fixed mindset would be criticism and how we respond to criticism. And a fixed mindset says, I'm going to ignore constructive criticism. I don't have to listen. They might get defensive. They might get really pissed off if somebody gives them some form of criticism. So if you're one of those people who gets really just irked by constructive criticism. And and I'm not talking like somebody just completely bashing and picking you apart. I mean, if someone's being an asshole, that's probably going to make you mad. <laughs> but if you're in the workplace or, you know, for my job, I have to take criticism all the time. And I tell you, at first, it was not easy. Um, a growth mindset will learn from that criticism 
and they'll embrace the insight from others and question like, how can I improve? So instead of seeing it as somebody picking you apart or somebody questioning you, just be like curiosity, come from a sense of curiosity and be like, hmm, is this a valid point? Should I be listening to this? Can this help me grow and improve? And if it can, maybe it's something that you should take into consideration and implement or at least be it's great that you are saying that. Like, I will take that into consideration. I never thought of it that way before. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of us have an issue with this in some capacity, whether it's in our relationship or our job, because most of the time I think we're putting in a good effort and we don't want people to think, you know, we don't want to appear like we don't know what we're doing or we don't want to appear like, you know, we're the dummy and make make us feel inferior when somebody criticizes us. So I think that is a big one is criticism. Yeah. You said something about not feeling like the dummy or, you know, you want to have all the answers and you want to, you want to be that person. And I think innately that's inside all of us at some point. There are a lot of leaders that are there to give constructive criticism to help their teams grow. Mm -hmm. And when we take down that wall and take it in and try to change what we're telling ourselves about that criticism... Like you were saying, I've never thought of it that way. Interesting you say that. Thank you for your feedback. Just acknowledging it and then doing something productive yourself with it, even just taking it to heart. You may Mm -hmm. not even be implementing anything that they say. Just being thoughtful about it can open the doors for other ideas that you can even have from something that they said. It could spark other opportunity. This is a game changer in relationships. Yes. A game changer. Having a growth mindset when it comes to criticism in your relationships granted like I said before you don't want to be picking people apart but I know it has been for me I used to be really sensitive to certain things and I know my husband can be too and it's like when you stop and be like oh okay what is the intention behind this is this some like you're saying is this someone trying to mentor me or is this my spouse or significant other trying to say hey this is an area we can improve upon great See it as an opportunity to grow. Mm -hmm. Love it. So good. When we start having better conversations with people in our lives, the entire dynamic will change. Mm -hmm. Hands down. Yep. So true. All right. Next area is success of others. This is a juicy one. I like that word today. Juicy. Juicy. (laughs) When reflecting on the success of others or hearing the success of somebody or being in the presence of someone who may be quote unquote more successful than you, someone in a fixed mindset would feel threatened by the success of that person. They feel like there's not enough to go around. You know, Jen and I could easily think that, well, there's so many designers out there. There's so many creatives out there and there's so many coaches out there. What good am I doing? Right. Right. There's not enough to go around. Jenny had a great analogy earlier off the air, we were talking about this pizza where if, you know, if I take a slice of the pizza, someone's going to look at that pizza and be like, oh, there's not enough to go around anymore. They're taking all the success. So where's mine? When there's so many people in the same profession all over the world, there's so many people even saying the same things that we are, but one person does it one way. Another person does it another. And we make impacts on the people who are our people. We are talking to a certain community and they relate to us just like we all have mentors and people we listen to and certain music we like and certain movies that we go to and shows that we love because they speak our language. There's something for everybody. Yeah. So when it comes to success of others, look at what they're doing. You know, 
shift yourself into what would be a growth mindset, find lessons and inspiration from their successes, and learn from the masters. We talked about this in the benefits of having a powerful peer group and surrounding yourself with people who you want to be like because they've already paved the path for you. You can take lessons and take tidbits of what they've already done and do it yourself. Even if someone is more successful in one area than you are, you know, ask them questions. Why be on the defense? Why put up that wall when they may be like, let me tell you everything. Mm-hmm. Let me share all of my secrets with you that will help you. When someone's successful, congratulate them, acknowledge them, and ask them questions because they may have the thing that you're looking for. Yep. Jealousy really doesn't get you anywhere anyway. It just makes you feel like crap. And then you have like almost this resentment toward that individual, whether it's somebody you know or somebody who's like way on another level than you and you're just watching from afar. It doesn't do anyone any good to be envious of that. Mm -mm. And it's so easy. I'm not saying I don't get envious or jealous. Oh, totally. I do. I, I look at people and I'm like, look at her, you know, like, I wish I could just eat all that and like stay size yeah. four. That would be nice. But that's not my case. Or, you know, we, we tend to assume things. Yes. Where people are doing things out in the world or, you know, maybe they're, they have more money than us and it may be easier for them to travel or mm-hmm. contribute or do things that in, inside that we really want to do. And we say, oh, easy for her easy for her to say that. Of course, of course she would do that, you know, blah, 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 blah. And then you put all these assumptions into play. But at one point they had to put in the effort, right? That that it goes back to having that effort and doing the things and having that growth mindset got them there. So what did they do to get there? Find out. Don't judge them. Yes. That's a good point. The last thing that we're going to touch on for growth versus fixed mindset is the results that we get. So in a fixed mindset, if you have a fixed mindset, the result that you're going to get, you're probably going to plateau early and then you're going to give up and not achieve your full potential. So this is probably pretty prevalent with a lot of us when we go on a fitness or health journey. (laughs) (laughs) So if you just look around the room in January... We all have like these good intentions, but then our fixed mindset could come through and bust it up and we'll plateau early. We might experience a result or two, maybe a little bit, and then we'll either we see that result and we're like, great, I achieved something and then quit early or Mm -hmm. you just won't. Maybe you'll think it's too hard and you won't keep going. Whereas a growth mindset, you're going to achieve a higher level in your life. You're going to achieve way more knowledge, you're going to become way more resilient, and you're going to actually get the results that you're after because you don't give up. It goes into the other things that we keep talking about is the persistence and how you feel about putting in the effort and how you're thinking about your challenges. So all of these things that we talked about will end up coming to fruition in your result. And like we said before, there might be areas where you're like, oh no, I don't have that. I don't have a fixed mindset when it comes to how I feel about success or whatever. But maybe, like I said, maybe criticism needs some work or maybe Mm -hmm. one of the other ones needs a mindset shift. Love it. Love it. Love it. So one of my favorite podcasters in the whole wide world, and actually he's not just a podcaster, he's a very successful one percenter businessman and I follow him. He's a real estate expert, but his podcast is amazing. So go check him out. Brian Buffini. He talks about the difference between being a quitter 
and being a stopper, which I love. A lot of us think that we might quit things, or maybe you're one of those people who's like, ah, I don't really finish anything. I'm, I'm kind of a quitter. If you quit, that means that you're done. If you're a quitter, you quit and you never go back to it or you have any intentions on going back to it. Whereas if you're a stopper, which I think is 90% of us, where we'll we'll start something and then we'll stop because something got in the way, whether it was life, because that happens, right? We get busy. The kids end up with 15,000 different sports that they're playing. Your client load just increased. Your you have a crazy deadline at work. Whatever it is, say you say it's fitness again. It doesn't mean that you're not ever going to step into a gym again. Mm-hmm. You're not just a quitter when it comes to your health. I mean, that's an ongoing thing, right? So if you're a stopper, though, that means that's a good thing. It means that you have the opportunity to pick it back up when you're ready, when it when the time comes that you can, and then you move forward, and then hopefully you end up finishing or at least getting to a certain goal and then making a new goal. Yes. I mean, if we're talking about like an online course or something, I know for me, I have so many of them that I have purchased that I'm kind of a squirrel. So I'm like, oh my God, this is amazing. I'm going to do this. And I'm like, oh my God, what about this one? I'm going to do this. (laughs) I have them. I'm not quitting. I will finish it. Mm -hmm. It's just that things get in the way. I stop and then I pick it back up. So that's another example of stopping versus quitting. And it's another example of fixed versus growth mindset. If you're a stopper, you're still growing. You still have the intentions to get there. If you're a quitter, you're done. Mm -hmm. It's done. It's fixed. Move on. And you know what? There's a place for quitting. If you enter into something and you just realize that it completely is not for you or it sucks or sucking the life out of you, quit. There's no shame in that. Yeah. When you were saying that, I was thinking of pushing pause. So you're yeah, not quitting. I like that. Say you're watching a movie. You hit pause. I'm quitting this movie. You come back. No, you're stopping the movie. <laughs> you may quit it. You may say, this movie is bullshit. This yeah. is not what I thought. I'm <laughs> Fuck this movie. I do that often. I'm not. I am really picky about the movies I like. I don't watch very many of them. And Jenna gets really frustrated. She's like, have you ever seen that? No. Have you ever seen that? No, no, no. She's not. I'm just like, she probably hasn't seen it. Yeah. <laughs> she starts with, she's like, you probably haven't seen this, but la, 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 la. Anyway, I think of watching a movie and you hit stop. And when you come back to it, even back in the day when we all watched VHS tapes, it wasn't rewind and start over. You stopped where you start. And if you can do that, then do that. It's not just quitting and having to start all over. And many times we can just pause stop it, and then start where we left off. We may have to go back, mm-hmm. you know, a chapter or two, maybe a couple scenes to pick up and be like, oh, yeah, okay, this this is this is where I was. I, get, I remember what was happening now. And then continue. But depending on your situation or what you're stopping, it could just be picking up from where you left off. But you might quit it too. But that, yep. that's kind of what I was playing in my head as you were saying that. I love that. It's the same thing with, I mean, if we're going to go there, binging. Mm-hmm. sometimes you go on a bender a netflix bender and you're like okay i just watched seven episodes but there's 30 in the series and you stop and then you pick it up later you're yeah. just a stopper you're not a quitter unless yeah. you thought you know this sucks i'm never gonna watch this again but yeah good analogy all right so recognizing these characteristics where you're in a growth or a fixed mindset and then evaluating the patterns and the triggers and what you're doing on a regular basis, and then say, this is the area I need to work on. Maybe it's all of them. Maybe it's none of them. I have a feeling that most of us end up there at some point. 
we are human. It happens where you kind of get into a fixed mindset, but the important part is you recognize it, you transition from fixed to growth. You may be wondering, how do I get from a fixed to a growth mindset? What are some ways? So after researching all kinds of resources, we consolidated the 10 best ones that we wanted to share with our listeners. And the first one is embrace your imperfections. Like we said before, you want to place your effort over your talent. You know, it's all about the effort. We all have talents, but what are we doing to enhance that talent? And then what are we doing to show up? Number two is cultivate a sense of purpose. What is your purpose? What feels good to you? What is it that you want to do in this life? And what is your legacy, right? And it doesn't have to be fixed. It can evolve and change with you as you get older, your purpose. So number three is recognize what you are telling yourself. This is your inner critic. And that could sound like I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not old enough or I'm too young or I'm not qualified enough. Mm -hmm. Where does that story come from? These are limiting beliefs that are holding you back. These are assumptions that you're telling yourself. These are snippets of a story that you're telling yourself based on something that's happened to you in the past, but it does not make it true now. Yeah. And as Tony Robbins would say, you're not unique. Those are not unique thoughts. They're not. Pretty much everybody in the world has all those negative thoughts. Yeah. When we were at UPW and they everyone raised their hand because they had the same shitty negative thought, he's like, see, none of y'all are special. Mm. Everyone has the same feeling. So guess what? We're all in this gigantic Titanic-sized ship together. <laughs> yeah, and we have to be able to lift ourselves up to lift others up, and it's not unique. Mm-hmm. So what does that tell you? You are able to overcome this. It does not mean this is... This is it for you. It is not your, you know, your final destination. That yes. ship is sailing. It's not that ship has sailed. That ship is sailing and you are in control of where you're going. Yep. So recognize what you're telling others. I love this one. Like if someone asks you, have you started that new business yet? Have you started that program yet? You say, not yet. Like it's still going to happen because it is. You don't just discredit yourself to other people and say, no, I haven't. Yep. You're creating the opportunity to that it's still happening and that sticks with you. I used to say in meetings all the time, quit saying that you're going to try to do something because trying allows for the opportunity to quit. Yes. Trying does not get you anywhere. You either are or you're not. Yes. Trying is an automatic no. It's amazing what small changes like that can do for you and to others. You have your own back, your posture changes, your demeanor changes, and they can feel that. They can sense that energy from you. One thing I learned from a mentor of mine, Robbie Poppy, was quit saying don't. Don't do that. Yes. I think about that one often, actually. I do, too. And especially as a mom and as a leader, I I say, this isn't what we're doing, we're doing this and this is why. So an easy example is a kid running across the street. Instead of saying, don't run across the street, say we walk across the street so we make sure that we look both ways and make it across safely. Does that sound hokey to some? Sure. But when we say don't do something, what do we think of? Doing it anyway. Doing the thing. Yeah. So quit saying don't. I like that. And quit saying no and try. Yeah. Don't say those. <laughs> Don't do it. So the fifth one is change your thought. 
What are these thoughts that you are having about what you're doing? I can share one on this. So I was telling a friend, and we'll have her on sometime because she's amazing, Lisa Q. She said, I said, well, the problem is she stops me and she puts her hand on my hand and she looks at me. She said, the challenges. She like stopped me from saying the problem is. If you hear yourself say the problem is, well, the problem is. If somebody says, well, maybe you should try this or, you know, what about this? Well, the problem is stop saying that and instead say the challenges. Mm -hmm. The challenges, well, guess what? I can put on my big girl panties and deal with the challenge. Mm -hmm. When it's a problem, it's just a problem. The challenge has a solution. Yes. The challenge is a path, a way to move forward. Yeah. So... Shifting your thought about that is everything. We talked about that when we were saying how easy it is to become addicted to our problems. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So instead of saying the problem is the challenges. Yeah. Number six, stop seeking approval. We talked about constructive criticism, the benefit of that, remaining curious about the information people are presenting to us or offering us. Take it as an opportunity. They're offering you something. Thank you. Never thought of it that way. But leave the BS behind when someone, like Jenna said earlier, if someone's being an asshole or just being malicious to be a dick, leave it behind. You don't need it. Those people, can we just take a moment to know and to acknowledge that we know the difference and not to hold on to that? Okay, we have to be able to let it go and say that's okay to let go. And if you need additional help around that, you will figure that out. But you got to let go of the BS. Yep. So critical. Number seven, reflect on your results. So again, watch the stories you're telling yourself and your thoughts, but reflect on the results you're getting. Because when we can acknowledge those results, we can also then create the opportunity to duplicate it. When we know that we're doing something good, we can duplicate it. When we don't get the result we want, then we try something else. We have an opportunity for change. Mm -hmm. We have another challenge to overcome. Number eight, take ownership of your attitude. When you take ownership of your attitude, you're not sitting there in a fixed mindset. You know, you can have thoughts and you can have feelings, but you're owning that and you're recognizing that. And it doesn't mean that you have to live in a fixed, the fixed spot. You can say, okay, I'm having these feelings and I have this attitude right now and I'm going to own, I'm taking ownership of this. And the only way that you can change your mindset and your attitude in that situation is to be mindful of it and accept it and then change the tape, move, Mm -hmm. move it from transition from fixed to growth. Mm -hmm. You have to own the attitude. And then there are some days where you're just like, you know what, I'm, I'm, this is who I am today and this is the attitude I'm having. I'm going to stay away from people. I'm going to let the emotions flow through and I'm going to let the thoughts and the feelings and the sabotaging crap that I have going on in my head, I'm just going to give it space. I'm going to let it have its spot. Hopefully my attitude that I'm owning today is not at the effect of anyone else. They don't have to experience this, but I think too, we don't want to just sit there and stuff our crap away and pretend like it's, you know, everything is great all the time. So owning, own your attitude mm-hmm. and recognize it. And give yourself space to experience it if you need it. Yeah. So it doesn't, like what Jenna was saying, it doesn't negatively affect your efforts or anybody else. You can just own it mm-hmm. and then tend to it. And it doesn't, because owning your attitude does not mean, oh, well, that means I can be 
shithead to my spouse. That means that I can just be an a-hole in this meeting. No, that's not what owning your attitude is. Owning it is recognizing it and understanding what you need in that moment in order to give yourself the grace to get through it. If it's a crappy situation or, you know, if you have a great day, you own it. Mm -hmm. Take charge. Use it. I mean, those days we all know we're on fire and the way we're showing up is just amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Lit up. High energy. Totally. That was a great way of putting it. Thank you. Mm -hmm. So number nine is take action. So continue to take action until you reached the outcome you're looking for or the desired outcome. And if you didn't get there, reflect on that and continue to take more action. The more action you take, the more results you're going to get. The more results you're going to get, the more successful you're going to be in your efforts. And this is the difference between stopping and quitting. Yep. And then on top of that, this could have been a whole nother one, but reward your actions. Yeah. Find a way to celebrate it. Find a way to acknowledge yourself so your efforts don't go wasted because sometimes it's a lonely game. And we need to find a way to acknowledge ourselves and to celebrate ourselves and acknowledge those efforts that we've put in. Even if we didn't get the outcome that we wanted, we still did a shit ton of work to get there. Yeah. And even if you're on your way to getting the outcome you want, those small stepping stones still count. Yeah. And the last one, get a mentor or coach. If you really want to take action and get things done and moving forward, not focusing on the past, a mentor or coach will help you get there. It is really forward focused, action driven, and allowing you to work through those limiting beliefs, the things that are holding you in a fixed mindset and moving you into a growth mindset to make shit happen. Mm -hmm. Hands down. The accountability a mentor or coach creates is unparalleled. Yep. So if we talk about investing in ourselves often, I just saw a quote the other day, but it said, quit buying shit and start investing in yourself. Yes. And it's like, oh my God, I want to like fist pump right now. That's amazing. (laughs) And I, and I love that this person shared that because it was blunt and to the point, but really to start investing in ourselves and to make things happen in our life, we have to, again, reflect on what's going on and what is keeping us in that fixed mindset. Is it the instant gratification of buying shit? Is it avoiding the issue altogether? What is holding us back? What are actions that we can take to get us forward? And that's where a coach and a mentor can help you do that. Yep. And this is all going to help you stop sabotaging yourself and actually start getting the results that you want in your life. Mm -hmm. Because we are so good at just fucking shit up sometimes. And And uh, it's normal. It is totally normal. And if you have someone who's holding you accountable, it's going to... I can't tell you. As somebody who has tried to go it alone and somebody who has gotten the help of a coach or therapist, I cannot tell you the difference is huge. And the way the investment has paid off is I'm a better human in this world every day. And that matters Mm -hmm. because you know what? There's a lot of crappy, you know, people out there. And I think when we all do our part and take responsibility for our own growth and it starts with changing your mindset everybody wins. Mm -hmm. Everybody wins. So we hope you enjoyed this episode. If you want to learn more about the difference between a growth or a fixed mindset, Carol Dweck has several books out there that you can find on Amazon or in Barnes and Noble. And I'm pretty sure any single one of them will blow your mind right open 
and help you take control of your mindset and the tools and all the things that she and all her research is just mind-blowing so go check her out and we will be back next week with another stellar episode and we have a ton of stuff coming your way we're really excited about it we had an entire weekend up in the woods where we had contact with the spiders and uh well not contact but they almost killed us and um we can't tell now because it's still in planning stages but we will be launching soon some really freaking cool stuff so stay tuned for that and you will catch us next week until then all right see you later the art of getting your shit together is produced and edited by ld coaching and blush cactus boutique design studio we would love it if you'd head over to iTunes and subscribe, leave us five stars, and write a quick review. If you enjoy this podcast, share it with your friends so that we can continue to grow our tribe. Tag us on Instagram at tagist underscore podcast with your shares, and we'll feature you on our story. Don't forget to grab our free guide, five things you can do right now to get your shit together and start living your best life over at tagist.com slash kickmoreass. Remember, your life only gets better when you decide to grow and it's never too late to get your shit together.